Welcome to Hot Taking It, a Faking It rewatch podcast. I'm Alex, and I use they, them pronouns. I'm Lainey, and I use she, her. And today, we're talking about season two, episode four, which is called Lying King, Lying Kings and Drama Queens. I don't really understand the title. Do you think it's a Lion King thing? I was like, is it a, is it a pun on something? Is there some co- like connection here? I just don't, I don't know. I think it's just they wanted something with drama queens, and then also a constant theme is lying and secrets, so. And yeah, also there's boys in this episode, too, I guess. I don't know, I guess. <laughs> this is another episode that Oliver showed up in, and I was so, so upset about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, I really like this episode. Um, I think we were both, we were both messaging each other last night, like, Thank God, this is better than Lost in Translation. Oh my God, that episode sucked. This was like back on track, like classic faking it shenanigans. It was great. Mm-hmm. So starts with um, the revelation that there is an open spot in the drama club, and this is a big deal because Hester's drama club is like nationally renowned, and people who start in the drama club end up having like illustrious careers. So everyone really wants this spot. Um, and by everyone, it's basically Shane, Karma, and Lauren. Yeah. Um, and Karma's talking about this to Amy, um, like, they walk past, like, for some reason they have a mime or something, like, advertising the drama club. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amy is like, oh yeah, you know, if I were on a TV show, it'd just be, like, my pimpled face everywhere, and I was like... You've never had a pimple. <laughs> Not much, and you've never had a pimple. <laughs> um, what was cute was that at first, Amy was like, oh, like, why would you want to be in the drama club? But then as soon as Karma started being like, oh, I guess I'm not good enough anyway, and, like, Amy realized that she wanted support, then she was, like, 100% in her corner, which I thought was really cute. <clears throat> that was cute. Like, um, she's like, oh, you sang that song in front of the school, and everyone loved it, and they started covering it on YouTube. <laughs> cute yeah I was like wait did they yeah (laughs) um part of the reason that karma wants to do this is because they're apparently invisible again after having broken Mm -hmm. up and like I wish that the show would ever show us evidence of this because like they're they're always saying that they're popular or not popular but we rarely get to see it you know what I mean yeah and so then it's like what are the benefits of being popular? Why are they chasing it so hard? Because we don't see what that means for them. Like, occasionally mm-hmm. they'll talk about, like, getting to do something, but we don't see it. Yeah. It doesn't feel real. But also, it's like, okay, like, they're invisible again. I mean, people are probably not as interested in them, but everyone still knows who they are. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're people forget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're Carmi. <laughs> and Shane also wants to be in the drama club. I don't know why he's not already in the drama club. Well, probably because it's, like, it's, like, so competitive. You know, like, if they only have, like, one spot open up every once in a while, then it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it it, it feels like it's where he belongs. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Karma, Shane is like, oh, I see, Karma, that you also want to be in the drama club. Too bad there can only be one singular sensation. (laughs) (laughs) And I also thought it was funny that Shane just, like, stared at Karma until she, like, left the conversation because he wanted to talk to Amy by herself. Yeah. <laughs> Shane tells Amy that Liam told him that they slept together. Mm-hmm. And 
Amy's like, what the fuck? And what I thought was really funny is that through this whole conversation, Shane keeps trying to push the blame onto Karma for Amy and Liam sleeping together. I know. He, like, he literally... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, he just, like, so badly wants to hate Karma. Yeah, he goes, like, I liked it better when it was her fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, like, same. Yeah. Um, although I feel like, you know, I understand Amy's motivations to sleep with Liam a little bit better now, but, like... Yeah. Also, you know... Yeah. So, um, basically, he came to tell Amy that Liam is gonna start talking about it and to mm-hmm. warn her. Mm-hmm. And Amy freaks out about that. Yeah. And is like, where's his house? And Shane's like, I don't know. And and, and Amy's like, you're his best friend. And, and Shane's like, well, I've, I've been there once. And she's like, aha, so you do know. Yep. And so Shane outs... Where Liam lives. Shane, I watch. It's almost like whoever added you did you a favor. <laughs> and he says, I'm so bad at secrets. <laughs> a little bit of self-awareness there. Yep. I really liked the subplot, so um, Amy goes to Liam's house to try to convince him not to tell Carmen that they slept together. Um, mm-hmm. And also immediately crashes this fancy Scorkle party. Yep. Um, and just starts insisting that she's Liam's girlfriend. Yep. Amy <laughs> pivots to fake dating. It's all she knows. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. I think just because she wants a reason to for it to be legitimate for her to stay so she can keep harassing Liam. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't want to be thrown out. So she does this whole I'm Liam's girlfriend thing. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, Liam's you know, rich, terrible family is so funny in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but they see her and they're like, well, you can stay at this party, but we have to, like, dress you up. Yep. So she goes, like, off with Liam's sister, the Squirkle Lady, mm-hmm. to get a fancy dress. This is, like, so... The way they talk is so, like, cartoon rich people. Like, Robin, who's the Squirkle Lady, is all, like... Liam, please, do as you're told. Don't rebel against Papa. Like, <laughs> she literally says, like, the first line that she says is, Liam, could you tell the, the staff to decant the wine? <laughs> like, why can't you tell the staff to decant the wine? And then Amy's like, oh, Liam's so secret about his family. Do you feed on blood? And she goes, no, but I would if it would cure my crow's feet. <laughs> it's so it. weird. And then the rest of this is at um, auditions where um, Karma and Liam, and, no, not not Liam, Karma and Shane <laughs> and Lauren all want to be in the drama club very badly. And also Oliver is there. Oliver says that his therapist encouraged him to try something new. So he's auditioning. He is having a miserable time. He doesn't seem like he wants to be there and he doesn't seem like he enjoys any part of the audition. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, Karma's sitting next to him and trying to make small talk, and he's like, I really shouldn't talk to you. You're one of my triggers. Right. And I was like, shut up. I know. I was like, that's a <laughs> shitty joke. Um, but I do think it's funny how much he hates her. <laughs> it's like, why? Yeah. Like, the only reason he could possibly have to hate her is that she's dating Amy. Yeah. Like, she's, but she's not, not even anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also because he just hates, you know, people, people. who are social and, and like, like things. Yeah, Karma's like, you don't seem like much of a joiner. 
Um, and then Laverne Cox is playing Margot, who's the theater director, and she's oh my God. amazing. It's so, so good. This is, like, such perfect casting. Um, and she's all like, I can spot the hidden talents. <laughs> she's just going, like, way too intense for a high school drama club. Exactly. Um, um, also, uh, or Lauren makes a crack at Karma being like, you know, it's going to be hard for you to get in when your only previous role is fake lesbian. Yeah. Um, and Shane is like, huh. Um, but this made me think, like, did Shane know that Lauren knew at this point? Or is this how we found out? Because that would be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess it must have been when he found out. But I thought it was great when Shane and Lauren kind of are, like, teaming up to bully karma in this party. Yeah. In general, like, for this whole audition, they're kind of on the same side. For as much as they keep insisting they're not friends, they keep, like, having situations where they're, like, forced to team up, and they always get along really well, and it's really fun. I love it. Also, it's so funny to me that we just, like, we just are, like, the biggest fans of people bullying Karma. (laughs) I love Karma, but yes. (laughs) It's just funny. I think it's, like, Karma is great, and I love her, but she's such a mess, and there's so many people that are obsessed with her and think that she's perfect, that when people are, like, like, disproportionately rude to her, I find it really funny. Yeah, I think that's it. So then we see Robin talking to Amy when she's dressing her up like uh, Eliza Doolittle in her room. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, and she explains that Liam, like, wants no part of the family business. In a very convenient exposition-y way. Yeah, and she's like, oh, but father doesn't know about his little rebellion against Squirkle. <laughs> please don't. Don't. Please, I rely on your discretion. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Yeah. It's also like, I get that they're rich, but they also live in Texas, and this is not like a Texas rich person vibe. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, and they don't live in a very, they don't really, like, the house just looks very, like, regular. Rich yeah, it's person. like a nice house, they have a pool, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, perhaps this is just one of their many houses or whatever. Right, that's true. Um, after that scene, um, it's revealed that Margot was making everybody at the audition sing tomorrow, no matter what they prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get a very funny montage of all of the characters singing tomorrow from Annie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the different ways that they do it is so great. Yeah. Shane is, like, massively overacting. Like, <laughs> like when he says, like, the sun will come out, he's, like, blocking the light with his hand as if he's looking into the sun. <laughs> like, all this stuff. Um, and Lauren is, like, being super bright and over the top. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Karma is, of course, just, like, belting. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm really, still really shocked because yesterday I learned that uh, Karma's actress, like, she was first known for being on American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, explains the singing somewhat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she clearly has an amazing voice. I actually really like when we get to hear it. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. And it's really obvious in this montage because it's being compared directly to other people singing that Karma has the best voice of the group. Mm-hmm. Um but it's, it's also, like, I think Lauren is singing in, like, a more Broadway style, and Karma is, like, a lot more of a singery style, like, a pop style, you know? Yeah, I did appreciate that they, that they like, throughout the audition process, they show everybody's different talents. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, because then also in the dance section, um, the actress who plays Lauren, I know her from being on Bunheads, which is a show about ballet. So she is like a dancer. Yeah. That that sequence is a little bit later, but God, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, Margot immediately recognizes that Karma has the best voice and says that she's the one to be and everyone's pissed about it. Mm-hmm. Oliver, like, barely tries it singing. Yeah. He's like, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently only four people are auditioning for this. I-, I think there's more people. They don't show them, though. They don't. That's true. Um... Back at Liam's house, Amy is still trying to sort of cause chaos at this party. Um, mm-hmm. And my favorite part is that, like, a caterer comes up to her, a very a very cute, cute teen girl caterer, um, which will become relevant later, um, <laughs> comes up to her and she, like, grabs a huge handful of shrimp. And I was like, wow, faking it walked so the good place could run. Yeah, very Eleanor <laughs> Shellstrop core. Yeah. I, I wrote that down, too. Um, so Liam's dad comes over because Liam's, like, making him a drink, and he sips the martini that Liam made, and he goes, hmm, you really are an artist. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Like, I also enjoy it when people bully Liam. Like, I feel bad that his parents are mean to him, but also, like, I feel like he deserved that because, like, his art is mostly making really overblown sculptures or just hitting cold metal. <laughs> It's true, but he he is, like, 16. I feel like most 16-year-olds make bad art, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, sad that his parents are like, oh, Liam thinks he's an artist. (laughs) We're too rich for (laughs) art, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Amy's, like, making a scene. She's really just trying to, like, yeah, like, cause chaos. And she's all like, oh, I'm Amy. I'm Liam's girlfriend. And I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I really, I am, like, enjoying that it is, like, a consistent character trait that Amy, like, when she's stressed out about something, she just, like, makes a huge scene. Yes, like, exactly. every single time. Exactly, and she's trying to, like, get to Liam. Which is funny because, like, Karma makes a, makes a scene when she's not stressed out. Like, right. just every day of her life, whereas Amy really wants to disappear. But then when they get stressed out, Amy becomes super dramatic and Karma, like usually goes and does things secretly. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. Uh, Then we go back to the audition, which is the dancing sequence. (laughs) Basically, Shane and Lauren dance together, and they're amazing. They're both really good. Um, They have, like, perfect choreography that's, like, synchronized. And Mm -hmm. Karma's trying to dance with Oliver. (laughs) And Oliver's just standing there. He's, like, Um. such a limp noodle that Karma ends up just, like, gyrating all over him (laughs) It's not good. I love the, co- the like, the implication that, like, nobody tried to teach them choreography. Like, no. either they're just improvising this or, like, Shane and Lauren just had this, like, you know. Ready to go. Ready to go, yeah. <laughs> they did. Well, what I was thinking about is that Shane and Lauren did already practice dancing together a lot. Yeah. So they have, like, a whole connection already. And they're both good dancers. <laughs> yes. And it's great because they're just... Just hamming it up. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Amy's locked in a garage eating shrimp, is what I wrote. <laughs> yeah. Liam, like, locked, like, shut her into this room um, to get her to stop doing what she was doing, and so... Yeah. The cute caterer comes in. Mm-hmm. 
and she's like, she's like, oh, you're one of the rich people. And Amy's like, no, I'm not. I'm just, she can't really explain why she's there because obviously it's very complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, your boyfriend is rich. Yeah. But then isn't she, isn't she like stealing bottles of wine or something? Reagan? Yeah. She said, oh, I'm just here to grab a few bottles of this champagne, which is more expensive than my rent. I squirkled it. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. But then they have sort of a, like, yeah, she's like, your boyfriend is rich. And then Amy's like, no, no, he's not my boyfriend. There are no boyfriends around me right now. Yeah. <laughs> and Reagan's like, or I already started calling her Reagan, even though they didn't say her name yet. Because Same. I, I know who she is. But she's like, oh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and they do, like, a very, like, a little, like, I don't know how to describe it. They give each other a little, like, look. A little gay look. Yeah. Um, and then Amy, having been freed from, from the garage, um, goes and uh, talks to Liam again. And I wrote down secrets watch in all, in all caps because here's another instance of somebody saying, like, secrets and lies just ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a sound clip of that for our, our secrets watch. <laughs> yeah. No more um, secrets. Yeah, no, no more secrets. <laughs> what I thought was great one. about this is that then Amy's like, oh, I know how to get Liam to do what I want. I'm going to threaten him by making a big scene. Mm-hmm. And she does <laughs> because he, <laughs> he calls her bluff. And what I thought was great is that part of the scene that she makes, I mean, part of it's nonsense, but part of it is her telling the truth that Liam was involved in a protest against Squirkle. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that Liam is like, Amy, I'm like, you're the one who fucking wants to fuck the truth all the time. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so horny for the truth. Like, <laughs> Why don't you just marry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, if you're so against everyone having secrets, then it's kind of hypocritical to be like, Amy, don't tell my secret. So, mm-hmm. so I thought that was pretty great, actually. Mm-hmm. And she's also like, you slept with my best friend. And like, <laughs> pulling, pulling from real life, although. Exactly. So like, even though it wasn't, didn't happen to Amy, that did happen. He did do that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Amy's like, that's... Didn't Liam tell you all how we met? It was at a protest against Squirkle. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. I'm pretty sure that they met while they were trying to organize a threesome. <laughs> I seem to remember Karma introducing them at that point, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, um, is Liam's dad, like, fancy man from New Girl? I don't think so. I think he I has the he same was. vibe. Do you want to look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up. <laughs> Um, we both watch a lot of TV. Yeah, we both watch a lot of sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, I don't was... think it was him. I'm checking IMDb right now. Okay, no, I don't think it was him. He has the same vibe, though. Yeah, if you imagine Fancy Man from New Girl, that's exactly what Liam's dad is like. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And then we go to, like, a really bonkers part of the, like, audition process, which I think is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this is a very faking it sort of plot device. Like, apparently Margot is just trying to, instead of, like, having them actually do acting, she's like, tell me something that nobody knows. Um, <laughs> making them, like, tell their secrets on stage. Yeah. 
Which is, like, a lot, because all of these people have secrets, but it's, like, if they tell them, then that's not just gonna... Li- collateral damage is not limited to this audition, you know? It's, like... Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, because all of these ha- all of these people have secrets that could affect their, like, social standing in the school, you know? Yeah. But it starts with Shane, and what I thought was really interesting is Shane is saying the exact same thing about his dad in Project Runway that he told Amy in season one, which, like... I thought it was it raised like an interesting question of like how rehearsed is that like is he just pulling it from that night or is that like something he says all the time? Yeah, it's like his little anecdote about his sexuality. He like gives the line about it's like oh yeah, now we watch it together. My dad loves it when the designers say thank you mood, and it's like hmm, okay, Shane. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Laverne Cox, aka Margot, is not fooled by this and realizes that this is not a secret and that he didn't actually like dig into himself to to share anything. And she's like, after Oliver showed us such raw emotion, <laughs> and Oliver, you could, like pan over Oliver and he's crying. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the best joke in the episode. <laughs> I felt bad for him. He just, this is like the worst day of his life, this audition. He hates it. (laughs) And Lauren is like about to share her thing about being intersex. But then she looks over at Theo, who is there, but I haven't mentioned him at all because he's not relevant. (laughs) Um, He's like helping with the stage crew or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's just like, I was born a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And... Margot says, like, what about those pills you're rumored to take? And I'm like, how do you know? I know. <laughs> why is the faculty, like, in on this? Yeah. Also, why later- are you asking her? It's so inappropriate. Also, like, later she knows about Karma and Amy's breakup, and I'm just like, how do okay, you know? Okay, everyone like, knows about Karma and Amy's breakup. <laughs> okay, I guess that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, Lauren can't bring herself to spill her secret, which is totally fair, I felt like. Yeah, that's what I mean, is that, like, well, if she says this just to get into the drama club, then she has to deal with, like, the fallout from it, which could be really significant, you know, and she mm-hmm. clearly is not ready for it, so. Whereas Shane could have tried a little harder on, like, trying to put any, like, realness or emotion into what he was talking about. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if Shane has any secrets, but he definitely could have, like, dug into himself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now back at, at Liam's house, um, Liam decides basically to lean in, because um, he's like, you know what, I do hate my family. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I was at a pro- protest for Squirkle, and also, my sister is actually my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is actually after his dad yells at him, isn't it? Yes. Sorry for going out of order there. But his dad, like, is like, don't embarrass us, you know. Oh, yeah, he says, uh, he says, the company needs this marriage to happen. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I guess his his sister is, like, in an arranged business marriage. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, my God. (laughs) Rich people are terrible. I know, but it's just, like, I, because, you know, my extended family is, like, really wealthy (laughs) and has a business, and Mm -hmm. I don't think this happens. (laughs) I don't think anyone has, like, an arranged marriage that's, like, a business deal. (laughs) 
Well, anyway. I mean, maybe it does with, like, the ultra, ultra wealthy. Anyways, I like it as a plot device. <laughs> but, yeah, Liam decides to, to lean in um, and reveals that his his quote-unquote sister is actually his mom and had him when when she was a, a teenager. Um, yeah. And which which I thought was kind of I, I thought that was kind of a good moment for Liam. Yeah, and it turns out that this is why Liam hates lying so much, and like this is mm-hmm. why he's always like, "Oh, my family has all these secrets, and I don't want that anymore." Because he found out this big secret like a few mm-hmm. year a few years ago, and he's still like really fucked up about it. Mm-hmm. And he also like acknowledges that Amy did tell the truth about him in her, Uh like, big scene, and he's like, yeah, you know what, like, you were right to do that. So, good job on Liam. He gets the opposite of, like, the, like, worst person bad decision awards. (laughs) Like, good job, buddy. You did okay this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I remember this being a secret for, like, much longer. Me too. I was surprised that the fact that his sister is his mom got revealed so quickly. I mean, maybe it gets revealed to, like, the other characters later or something. I also didn't... I forgot that Liam knew. I thought he didn't know. Mm. Yeah, I think I also forgot that. Because I remember him later having, like, a big crisis about it, so I guess... Oh my god, isn't there a thing where he's, like, Jewish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I actually <laughs> thought it was funny that they, like, foreshadowed that um, a Yeah. <laughs> because when he, like, gave a toast to Robin, he was like, L'chaim. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, foreshadowing his Jewish ancestry. <laughs> And then we get, like, Karma, like, being asked to tell her secret um, on stage, and she actually does it. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was great, honestly. Like, Yeah, I agree. She comes out and says, like, we were pretending to be lesbians because I really want to be liked, and, like, if everybody else liked me, then maybe I could like myself. Yeah. And I was like, wow, she's having, like, an ounce of self-awareness. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, she's talking about her self-worth issues. Margot being, like, because at first, Karma's, like, just telling fake secrets like Shane did, and then Margot goes, Karma, what kind of empty life will you lead if you don't know yourself? (laughs) That's a great point. Yeah, that is a great point. (laughs) But, yeah, the outcome of, like, Liam's breakdown is that, like, he agrees with Amy that they shouldn't tell Karma because, like, he wishes he could unknow that his sister is actually his mother and, like, he doesn't want Karma to know something that she can't unknow. Yeah. Which is like, okay. I know. And as much as I don't approve of this decision, at least, like, this was something that made sense for why not to tell her that was less selfish, you know? Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, Because it is going to, like, hurt her a lot. And so... It made sense, whereas, like, I feel all the other reasons they had for not telling her were just that they didn't want to, like, get called out for what they did, you know? Exactly. And then back at auditions, everybody's just waiting with uh, bated breath for the results of the audition. <laughs> and Shane, Shane and Karma have a little moment there. Yeah. Shane is like, I have some empathy for you and your situation, which I assume he means her self-worth issues and mm-hmm. chronic attention-seeking, so I thought that was really interesting that Shane identified with that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, does this mean that we're friends? And she's like, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> or it might be the other way around, but that's cute. Yeah. Lauren and Theo are flirting a little bit. Mm-hmm. I still don't really get it. 
But, you know, whatever. I think I think the reason Lauren likes him is because she can tell that he kind of likes her, and she's flattered by that. Yeah. And also he's, like, kind of, like, hyper-masculine in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's and she's what she really that. wants. Yeah. yeah. Which is valid. Yeah. So then um, Margot posts the audition results. <laughs> um, and they all go up and look, and it turns out that Oliver got into the drama club. <laughs> and Lauren yep. just yells, who the fuck is Oliver? That's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. That was also relatable to me. Yeah, so then the only thing left is, like, and the last scene is Liam and Amy talking about this, that they don't want to tell Karma. And they're kind of bonding. I thought it was kind of nice. Uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I wrote down is that Amy calls Robin Liam's momster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. And then I wrote <laughs> in my notes, pull up in the momster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. <laughs> Also, like, Amy just leaves in the dress that they gave her, and, and, and Liam's like, oh, it's fine, she has plenty, but what about Amy's clothes? Great point. <laughs> I wonder if we'll see that dress again, if it'll, like, turn up at a later party. That would be great. I doubt it will, but... Yeah. I mean, Liam can give her her clothes back at school, you know? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and that's it for the episode. Um, I really like this one. Yeah, it was very this fun. Was really fun. Both plots were really, really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And they both had significance. Like there wasn't like a plot arc and a fluff arc. Like they both were pretty meaty. Yeah. Um, you know, secrets got revealed. Like unlikely friendships were 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 strengthened. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's like one of the most delightful things that can happen in this show is that like unexpected combination of characters who find an unexpected reason to connect. Yeah. For that reason, I kind of had trouble with Bad Decision of the Week. Me too. Because we're kind of back to people, like, acting in ways that, like, aren't necessarily the best, but also, like, do make sense with, like, where they're at as characters. Exactly. I guess I would say Amy, like, basically trying to blackmail Liam into not telling Karma. Um, Yeah. I just said Amy, like, jumping into fake dating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was, the, was the worst, like, single decision that was made in the episode, you know? But, like, again, like, blackmail totally worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's two for two of, like, blackmail working on this show. <laughs> <laughs> They're making a strong stance. <laughs> like, it is a bad decision because, like, if it had gone any other way, it could have been a huge disaster, but it, it somehow worked out for you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can talk about worst person now, even though that's mm. we usually don't do that until later. Just because it's, I think it's kind of related, which is that like I didn't really want to give it to anyone this week. Like, yeah, if I was gonna choose, it would probably be Amy. But I, I, it wasn't that bad, and I like she was coming from a reasonable place, and even the decision to continue lying to Karma seemed more reasonable and more like. I, I wasn't that mad about it, so. Yeah, I also wrote down Amy, question mark. Yeah. It's like, um, this is like those weeks on reality TV shows where they're like, we're not going to eliminate anyone this week, but then the next week they have a double <laughs> elimination. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess the real worst person award goes to Liam's whole family for hoarding wealth. 
Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Liam's dad really is the yeah. worst person. Yeah, for, like, bullying his 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 teen his teenager and, like, you know, just being a rich monster. You know how the, the founders of Google are so awful to their children? <laughs> <laughs> My God. What a weird choice, like, to make it a Google stand-in instead of, I like, know. I don't know, any other, like, big business company. I know. It's so strange. It's, like, really... Okay, so you're saying... It's, like, really the wrong vibe for, like, Texan-rich people. Mm. I'm, like, thinking about this because this is, like, completely irrelevant, but, like, I feel like when I was reading The Raven Cycle, they really nailed that it was, like, Virginia-rich people, you mm. know? Oh, and my then, God. <laughs> and then I was, like, watching something else recently with, like, New York-rich people, which is what mm. my family is, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's also really it. And then I didn't feel like this was, like, Texas-wealthy people. And then also, it wasn't tech wealthy people. Like, it wasn't tech startup people vibe either. Yeah. So it felt like they kind of were just like, oh, this is how all rich people were are. And, like, um, it didn't really, like, feel true. Mm. Yeah. But at least they went so over the top cartoony with it that it was still enjoyable. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> like, they're, they're the rich people from Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it was outer space rich people. <laughs> but how good would faking it be if Liam was like a Gansey type person? <laughs> right. <laughs> Gansey, okay, this is not about faking it now. It's about the Raven Cycle. But that's okay. a great example of a, a character that is like, comes from a rich family, doesn't want anything to do with his family's wealth, and is kind of like guilty and fucked up about it, but is still a likable character. And they did not achieve that with Liam. And, like, if you think about it, Karma, like, also, like, comes from this, like, hippie, like, not super wealthy family. Like, she has an aunt, like, who does various, like, mystical, like, you know, Oh, my God. Reading. I see what like, you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's so interesting how, how she and Blue from the Raven Cycle are, come from basically the same background, but are totally different people. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to talk about this later. <laughs> No, our, you're saying that our podcast can't just become faking it in Raven Cycle. No, I'm saying I want to talk to you about it a lot more, so let's talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't wait to continue this conversation. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, pop culture reference. It'd be great if uh, Karma and Liam were cursed to not be able to kiss. I would be <laughs> 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 that. I wish that were true. <laughs> So anyway, if you if you haven't read the Raven Cycle, you now have two to understand the podcast. Good. <laughs> it's been a honey trap all along, honey pot. <laughs> all right. So, um, <laughs> best pop culture reference. I had um, there weren't that many, so I don't know if we have the same one, but. Um, I wrote down that Laverne Cox was talking about her ability to recognize talent, and she's like, you might ask Connie Britton, who you might know from the hit series Nashville. Like, I encouraged her to go to Hollywood when I was nine. (laughs) Um, But I was like, this fucking aged fast. Like, who even knows about Nashville anymore? Yeah. Um, that, That one was really good, and I kind of forgot about it. The one that I wrote down was just like, 
um, Margot is asking Karma how she feels about the breakup, and Karma, in the panic, just sort of says, like, Taylor Swift said it all. (laughs) (laughs) They They like to reference Taylor Swift on this show. Yeah, they do. This is, like, a group of people who all would be very familiar with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Especially Karma and Shane. (laughs) Cleverest insult. I had a hard time with this one. I just went with, like, Liam's Liam's dad's weird zinger about him being an artist. (laughs) I had, uh, it must be hard when your only credit is pretend lesbian, so. Yeah. (laughs) That one's better. That one's much better. Um, line least likely to be said by a real human person. I had when Amy comes up and sees Leah making the drinks. And and he goes, I'm making my parents their martinis. Dad feels a vigorous shaking bruises the gin. (laughs) I had that one too. Like, what does that mean? He's like, he has a martini shaker, but he's like gently turning it over in his hands. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah. All right, and we already did Worst Person. But yeah, this is a great episode. Um, yeah. And I totally, like, 100% forgot how they introduced Reagan, who becomes more relevant in future episodes. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a nice meet-cute for, for Reagan and Amy. Reagan um, is so hot. It's like I knew that I she was, and I remembered that she was, but seeing it again, I was like, oh my god. She does, like, a sexy voice, which, which doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, and like as soon as Amy leaves the room, she does this little like eyebrow twitch where she's like, mm, like I'm not flirting with her. It's like, oh, dreamy. <laughs> um, yeah, great episode. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for lying kings and drama queens, which I have a hard time pronouncing. Um, thanks for listening. If you want more of us. Our Twitter is at HotTakingIt, and you can also send us an email at HotTakingIt at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is MagpieLena. My personal Twitter is at KismetNemesis. And I'm Alex, and whoa. I'm Lainey, and I know.